welcome. Welcome. It is June 6th, 2022. It is 6622. And welcome to episode 69 of Stop Skeletons and Podcasting. It's me, Derek. And I'm Grace. And I would like everyone to know before the podcast starts that my mom listens to this podcast. Welcome to the 69th episode. For no reason. We just like that number for some reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not any reason it's at special all. special number. Yep. It's, but it's, it's a special number. because it's just one more episode of us living near you guys. Just mm-hmm. our mouths going into your ear holes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. Mutually mouths and ear holes. Welcome. Welcome to our podcast. Uh I'll tell you what, um, you know, this podcast right here, uh, it's it's, it's Grace and Derek. Derek and Grace. Um some things I'm I'm the biggest a uh, bloom I'm blooming yes, all over the your, place. My personality is blooming. My my Pikmin are blooming. Yeah, your Pikmin are yeah, your Pikmin <laughs> Mostly blooming, my yeah. Pikmin are blooming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? I uh, just I hit level 50. It's been a while since I've had a ooh. Pikmin bloom update. Since uh we last spoke, they've added two <laughs> new um decor Pikmin. Decor Pikmin? Yeah, they're um Cuz oh yeah, the Cuz you can you level collect. your you can level your Pikmin up and then they put on outfits. <laughs> After you get them to, you know, five stars of friendship, kind of the classic yeah. friendship progression. Really, the question is like, how how is your steps for the year looking? That's because really, I've it, I've walked over a million steps since I got this app. And since de- December, since November, since November, a million. According to this app, I have Damn. walked a million steps. What? All it's right, kind of impressive, and also. I, I am doing good for my my goal is to have an average of five thousand steps a day by the end of the year, which is not huge. But last year, mm-hmm. I, I hit thirty two hundred steps a day. So oh, Shevmatic in the chat gave up on Pikmin months ago. Yeah. Oh man, I think that I know it's it's tough out here for a <laughs> not boomer. A lot of people doing Pikmin. <laughs> I, there are at least five people actively doing it because, including myself, because um they added this new feature called the weekly challenges where like you and four other people can do like you know walk an arbitrary amount of steps together oh like a community yeah yeah so we we're trying to walk a hundred thousand steps a week basically we usually hit it by like thursday the last few weeks that it's been going so they they unveil them on a sunday and you have yeah they they go live on monday and then oh that's even more impressive Mm -hmm. nice (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so we're we're crushing it. You know, it, it is not. It's cool that you're still out there uh, walking and getting your steps in, Grace. Mm-hmm. I commend you for it because uh, we are here now in June. Uh, the solstice, the middle of the year, <laughs> is upon us, and at least us here in Washington, it does not feel like summer. Still, it is still rainy and gross here, and I just want to say, boy, I'm glad we spent all our of our tax return money on a big, fancy. AC unit that we just wheeled into storage <laughs> that we haven't used at all. Some someday, someday. It'll, yeah, it will. I pay still off. have the app. There's an app. Our air conditioner has an app. Oh my god! I still have the app on my phone. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, um, I'm ready to go. Cool. cool. <laughs> I guess we should be. I feel like a year ago. Um, I remember someone pointed this out to me. Uh, when I was editing uh this video for Resident Evil Seven. Mm. Sorry, Resident Evil 8 uh, Village. Um, we were doing it when it was like nearly like 100 degrees outside uh, and also about 100 degrees inside. 
I had like three fans just on me and I was editing this video in my underwear. <laughs> I was just all day sat there. Someone pointed this out to you? Because someone was like, Did, remember that so time I, I watched you secretly? I casually mentioned it on the podcast and then a couple of people commented, well, now I can't watch this video and think of you in your underwear. <laughs> Uh, I'm a just a majority of the time, Derek's wearing underwear, just and then to let a, you guys know. A year later, here we are, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, still raining. We had we had lightning and thunder the other day. Yeah, our poor little anxious dog. You can guess which one. They're both, you know, it could be either yeah, one of them. One. Well, one of them was a little spooked. I mm-hmm. was a little sad. They weren't, they weren't thrilled with it, and I also wasn't thrilled with it because it's like, I, I still, I'm still going outside in coats and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I can't just leave in sandals and shorts. I bought shorts. I was prepared for this. It, it's actually funny because we're planning on going on a trip to Alaska, and it has been much warmer and sunnier in yes. Alaska than it has yes. here. I'm yep. so hoping it stays like that. But yeah, uh, before we jumped <laughs> on this podcast, uh, you know, I had a handful of things I wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. wanted to discuss. Yeah, but uh, I guess it is still a developing story. Uh, this one kind of hit personal for me. I just heard, I think only a couple hours ago, the the word went out. Uh, Jeff Gerstman is leaving Giant Bomb. Um, and Which you've been a bomb head for a long time. Yes. Is that I, the right? I, I, is that I, what they call themselves? I guess they probably call themselves duders, but I don't know oh, if, if, it's, if it's changed yeah. at all. But like, um, yes, no, I uh, was a huge Giant Bomb fan, especially like in like a uh, kind of like the tail end of the 360 era. Because when I finally got myself a 360 um, in like 20. 20- 10 um i uh wanted to keep up on i was like hey i now i have a new console i can finally keep up on newer news uh i really like those guys i was a friend of mine showing me that you know all the endurance run stuff quick looks that was the one website that i really stuck with that was the one podcast that honestly i have been i I list i used to listen to it religiously every week and then i kind of fell off of it giant giant bomb was kind of the start of an era it, it, you I know mean, what? look, think about since that's happened, like they were sort of the first people, like, I guess, like, quote unquote, influencers from that games journal space yeah. to leave the pu- their publications and, do and their then own thing. have their own website to be, quote, make content. And I've, I've heard interviews with him and Greg Miller of Kind of Funny, and they've been like, yeah, like if, if Patreon existed in 2008 when we started this thing, we would have had a Patreon. Like what? What kind of funny and easy allies and a whole bunch of others ha- have done? Like they did that model, but without Patreon because they had here's all this free content, but here's some stuff that's uh you know premium content you can get. So that was one way they 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 kind of were able to turn that into a successful business. But through all the ups and downs, um, I remember like I I found out that uh Ryan Davis passed away right before I had to do a work meeting. Um, I got to, got to work on my office job, opened up my laptop, found out that he had, he had passed away and I literally almost was crying and then had to go to a work meeting. And my friend, uh, who also was, was the friend who introduced me to giant bomb. We just kind of like look at each other and just kind of had to, a very moment of like solace. Like what, what just happened? What's going, what Ryan's gone. And then we had to go and then talk about what was going on with the, uh, the database and <laughs> you know, other stuff like that. So. I don't know. I, I've always really, uh, I often disagree with Jeff Gersman with a lot of his his hot takes on video games, but I've always really respected the guy, um, and I've always I, I've always really liked Giant Bomb. I don't know what this 
website's really going to look like without him. And I worry that it's maybe not that. Maybe jo- oh, Jeff Gersman's here. He's going to come and join our podcast. Don't worry. The puppies are protecting us. Yeah. Come on, pups. All right, come. Boshpat, come here. Good boy. Dollop. <laughs> Dollop. Hey. All right. Are we are we good, guys? Are we good now. Have oh you gosh. protected us? Are we safe now? <laughs> Come on, puppies! Oh my god! Little puppy explosion! Uh, oh, hearing Derek's dad voice yelling at the yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know that Jeff Gersman needs Giant Bomb because uh, you know he could just do Twitch. He could just do his TikToks. Dude's pretty funny. It's probably uh, got you know. Ho- hopefully, ho- his deals with CBS and whatever yeah have... th- yeah they're no longer with cbs and i believe that like that separation when they broke off with cbs and got with whoever they are with now that was when brad and Vinny and a lot of them uh left and kind of did their own thing i would hope that this has to do with the fact that gersman he's got two kids now he's got a wife two kids he's got a family and maybe the demands of the site he just can't quite do it anymore i'm just saying is like i uh i really look up to and respect jeff gersman a lot dude seems all right I happily disagree with a lot of his hot takes on video games and culture in general, but he seems like a pretty solid dude. And yeah, I've always enjoyed Giant Bomb, uh, warts and all. So I don't know what the hell this site's going to be anymore. But uh, man, that, that 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 I saw that news right before we started recording. And I was like, man, what? Hope everything is like amicable and and good. Yeah, man. End of an era, in a lot of ways. I know, right? I mean, I they they, they they've always they've always hired pretty good people. They, they, they've like um i think the i've been listening to bombcast again pretty regularly uh when i was playing lots of elden ring and another game i'll talk about in a second but uh they the hiring process of whatever it is they i i they tend to hire a the right kind of crazy you know <laughs> uh with the exception of maybe dan record but like <laughs> you know i, I they, they, when i haven't stayed up so I've been so passionate to keep up with Giant Bomb, but I feel like whenever I, I jump back in and there's a new voice, they do tend to hire cool people. So I do think the spirit of that, the spirit of that website will probably will last. I'm curious to see who the new editor. I guess do they even have an editor in charge anymore? I know they're not I, I really, really a news website. Yeah, I don't. I'm know. Interested to see who the new head is going to be if there is one and what that's going to look like. Yeah, maybe Jen. <laughs> She's pretty funny, or Jan. She's brand uh, new. Yeah. She's a baby bomb. Uh I think um Jason's Jason's still dooter. around, but yeah, it's um Yeah. Brad's you know, they, around, they, right? No, no, Brad left. What? Maybe those kills keep Jeff back a lot. Let's just swap out Jeff's. Yeah. That's I don't a, know. I, I, that sounds like a pretty solid plan. I don't got much more else to say about it other than just like, damn, that news kind of hit me and I'm um yeah. You really gotta pay some respects. Uh, For sure. I mean other than that, it hasn't been a very exciting news week. Well, I mean, E3-ish type stuff is starting to kind of roll out. We're right, we're I, right I ahead of it. I would say trickle out. Yeah. I would say kind of flop out. Not not like flop out as in it's a flop, but just kind of like instead of a roll, it's more of just a... Yeah, Limited Run just put out a whole bunch of stuff uh, or announced they're going to do a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, Limited Run's going to do D... Kenjiano's D's the three. Oh, port. weird! So they're gonna uh, yeah. for 
yeah, what the, system? The PC and 3DO, they said. They're, re- they're re-releasing the 3DO version. What? And the PC version. <laughs> okay. Um, which, I, on, on the surface, I'm like, yeah, what? But also, like, absolutely. I guess it's uh, a that, disc. That game's a, God, right. that game's a masterpiece. And, and, you know, it's it, thankfully two separate remakes. Like, Night Dive and another studio put it up on Steam and, and good old games. Is that? So, there are, it's, it's, it's widely available. Well, I'm sure there's some crazy people who still have 3DOs, but is this more for people who have like the like one of those consoles that has like a 3DO add-on that like will run real hardware? Is I would that... suppose so, but if I mean if, if just... anybody still is fucking with 3DO, they got their ear to the ground with places like Limited Run. So it seems like a a well a good match. I guess. Good yeah. Fit. I is this the, maybe this is kind of similar to people like selling soundtracks on cassette tapes yeah no that's like, it's just that's it's not this it's not to listen yeah. to here's the goonie who, soundtrack on vinyl yeah you know, who that has, kind of thing. well vinyl is one thing because i feel like people have vinyl now but yeah okay there, there are audiophiles that would tell you that a, a cassette tape actually has a better quality than a vinyl vinyl record mm-hmm. um i couldn't speak to that but yeah, i mean there are some people who will tell you that I don't know, Burger King french fries are better than McDonald's, but they're just wrong. <laughs> That's exactly what this is, yeah. <laughs> uh, Glover. <laughs> yeah. Glover. Oh, thank you. Thank you for... Um, okay, it's Glover hour. Glover the, time. Hey, the thing I'm kind of excited about, uh, Doom Eternal on Switch is getting a physical version. Oh, hey. However, because Doom Eternal is such a gigantic, massive game, uh, I worry that no, they're just printing a case. Are they with doing a download it through? Code <laughs> yeah. Are they doing it through limited run? Yeah, this is this is all limited run stuff. Okay, sorry, yeah. I completely missed this today. It just happened, like I think an hour or two oh. ago. Okay, I was walking the dog. Yeah, um, but that's fun. Oh, you know, before we jumped into the video game news. Oh, okay. I actually it's a little w- bit late for that, but okay. Uh, we need to back up. Wait, we need to back up. All right, we need to back up. Back beep, it up like burp, burp, beep. Uh, stop skeletons from fighting video updates. We, we, oh, got, yeah. we got the updates. We, uh, have the Doom RPG, uh, punching weight. We just got, I, I literally right before this podcast got another, uh, probably the final edit back from our, uh, editor. Um, and I'm not also, hold on, okay. let you in on a little secret. Cat's out of the bag right here. Uh, I'm really excited to say that we managed to get Scott the Waz to do a quick cameo. Uh, for the Doom RPG video, Scott the Wise is going to play the role of John Carmack for us. Very uh, sweet of him. Very sweet of take him. Take the time to mm-hmm, do that. Exactly. And uh, we reached out to him and said, hey, here's just a couple quick lines. If you got the time, bro, you know, go ahead and do it. And um, he was like, yeah, no problem. Got you. And then we were watching the, watching the video and we had another quote from Carmack that the way we had written in the script we just tossed it on the screen. It wasn't something we were going to read. And then we kind of realized like last week, like, oh no, we should see if we can't get Scott to do this one. And uh, I reached out to him again. And I was like, hey man, sorry, last minute. Can you do this? And he was like, oh, sorry. I was crunching all weekend on a video. Mm-hmm. But then just a couple hours ago, got it up. Nice. So we'll have to get that plugged in. Yeah, I'm excited for you guys to actually watch it. I feel like hopefully tomorrow. We'll see. I don't yeah. want to say anything for sure for today. Yeah, it'll be, if you're listening to this on Monday, probably tomorrow. Yeah, it'll be uh, up on Patreon. Hopefully by the time you are listening to this, it'll be up on Patreon. And, uh, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll be on YouTube uh, Friday. Yeah. Like that. 
But um, yeah, we're just we got the final edit. We'll probably have to do a couple little snipperuskies to put some stuff in there. But like, yeah, I'm really excited to get that uh, really get out to people because I know people have been waiting for new content. Also, uh, the uh, which we have called the Kanamabunga script, mm-hmm. where uh, a delisted talking about four Konami brawlers that were on Xbox Live and PSN that are now all gone. Um, we finished that script today. Uh, and really the plan is, uh, I think tonight after this podcast, uh, go through that script and make sure everything is, uh, good to go and then spend tomorrow recording it. So we got one video out mm-hmm. coming out very soon. Another video already about, uh, really ready to shoot, ready to voice record and send out to another editor. So, um, we got two videos coming. Yeah. We, we back baby. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, want to make sure that it's out there first. But what has been going on with this E3, this not E3, the Summer Games Fest for that, that I guess Jeff Keighley's kind of putting out? It's actually really funny because, well, I, I, I he has his own thing. Like, yeah. it's, not all of this is Summer it's, Games Fest. But I, I feel like if, if the, the, that is the unifying thing you could call this, because e- even when it like Nintendo hasn't been a part of E3 for years, they've had Nintendo Directs. In June, around the time of E3. But we still call it E3. It's, it's that kind of thing. So I guess, I don't know, Keeley has this now. Um, it's funny. Keeley is kind of like de-hyping his uh, Summer Game Fest. Yeah. Just kind of letting people know that there aren't going to be any, any big surprise hootie what's-its or anything. Just well, I think normal s- game trailers, I guess. Sony already took it because I do feel like last weekend... Uh, the state of play where they announced Resident Evil 4 remake actually happening. Um, I think that, and then also Street Fighter 6. Those are pretty cool, pretty pretty good news. Um, I, like an idiot, tweeted right before the Sony thing where I was like, man, if we see Resident Evil 4 remake before we see Resident Evil Village DLC, I'm going to be really mad. And that's exactly what we had. <laughs> I guess the, um, you know, Resident Evil Village is going to have, it's going to come to like PS5 and uh, oh, it's going to come to uh, uh, VR, PSVR, PSVR mm-hmm. 2, um, which I don't know. I'd play that game again in VR if it looked and played as well as, you know, Resident Evil 4 VR. It's still not DLC, but I kind of get the sense that the reason why Village didn't get DLC is because they're all hands on deck with Resident Evil 4 remake and then whatever Resident Evil 9 is going to be. Um, I think with the the Reach engine, the RE engine that debuted with Resident Evil 7, they really have been able to crank these games out shockingly fast. Um, however, like Resident Evil 7 had a decent amount of DLC. Had a ton of DLC. Yeah. Had a lot of DLC. Maybe So I am kind of surprised there hasn't been and the reason, any. And the reason I think that was is Resident Evil 7 was such a was, was really like a reboot for the series. And so I imagine they were like just experimenting with so much stuff. And they just had so many kind of neat little ideas that they just like, oh, let's slap some DLC onto it and shove it out there and do it that way. But I think that the DLC stuff, while that's cool, you know, Capcom would rather than make a whole new Resident Evil game or some kind of dumb multiplayer shooter that no one's going to play. Reverse and Remind, whatever the hell it's called. Uh, Remember, I don't know. Um, Remember Me Online. Remember Me 2 reboot coming. Uh, at least Street Fighter 6 has a cool logo now. A better logo. 
than it I mean certainly better I mean it's not that it was bad before before this happened but they're at least they have updated it so it, it's not just an Adobe stock image yeah yeah anymore um, it is a shame I mean the Street Fighter logo the old logo it's so iconic why change it and especially why change it to do like kind of a played out graffiti aesthetic yeah the, that, the, that feels extremely like mid 2000s i think the graffiti thing is i like the the actual paint splatter for specials is yeah. fun but the in terms of like actual logos and graphics i mm -hmm. think that using like a graffiti aesthetic is kind of played out at this point so I, I just don't get it it's just an excuse to have things very vibrant and colorful and i think it which harkens they, back they to, already could have been with the old logo i don't understand well street fighter 4 had like a big had a, like an ink aesthetic everything had like black thick lines and lots of splashy ink effects that's fine but and don't so I, just don't change the logo i feel like that's what they're kind of doing is they're trying to kind of harken back to street fighter 4 a little bit Sure. Um, I I don't know why they don't. It's, Do just copy the same. Just call it Street Fighter Four colon six. I mean Street Fighter Four colon two. Yeah, <laughs> just, right. that's all you have to do. Well, this this is this be Street Fighter Four three technically because Street Fighter Five would be four two, but that one didn't count. Yeah, it did. It did count to to the. To, I think the fighting game community really liked Street Fighter uh, Five. But I remember looking at sales numbers of it, maybe because it was a, um, you know, it was a Sony and, and PC exclusive. But, you know, the likes of like a lot of other fighting games, Tekken, Dragon Ball, like Mortal Kombat, way outsold Street Fighter V. Um, and kind of like that, it was it, that game was rough from the from the start and they had to do so much catch up and patch up work. Hopefully Street Fighter VI launches in a much better state. Um, but again, they're using the uh, the RE engine, which uh, Capcom uses for everything now. Which, by the way, the RE engine stands for Reach for the Moon, not Resident Evil engine. <laughs> Figure that shit out. But uh, yeah, between that and Monster Hunter, it's going to have a gigantic uh, uh, DLC expansion, um, which that, that that's still printing money. Just I guess I just want to let me dress up my my cat friend as Lady D. I guess that's, I know, right? That that's just as good mm -hmm. as Resident Evil Eight DLC. <laughs> I, that's all I, I want. I really, I would love if they could do something with Lady D. I like. I'm sure. I have a feeling at this point we're not going to get DLC. It's just it's just been too long. Mm -hmm. Like you yeah. know, if but my my dream DLC would be some sort of little story segment with her. Maybe it could be. Uh, I know that when you go around her area, there's like little like notebooks you can find that are like her written by her maids like maybe yeah. something with that could be no, really and, fun and, and there was or... like, like the resident evil village like there was like a, a vr style um demo where you played as one of the maids mm -hmm. and yeah. it that makes sense to me mm -hmm. uh it they really dropped the ball on this on her yeah it's it's again we've talked about this i think before shocking that they were surprised that people really like lady d that like they did not realize that people were going to like a giant tall a big boob goth lady like what's going on like everyone loves the big boob goth girls yeah it's it's a it's a thing for yeah. a reason and i can't believe that they haven't had any dlc but then then again like resident evils two and three haven't didn't get any dlc 
It's just like a, a it was just Resident Evil Seven. So uh, to me, it seems like the mandate is now keep just keep making new. We want to be we want people to be able to buy Resident Evils one through eight on and put them on a shelf. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is one of the huge reasons why we're getting Resident Evil Four remake and not Co Veronica. All right, well let's talk about that four remake. And also, no, no one cares. It feels like no one at Capcom cares about Code Veronica, which is a shame. They should. I saw. They're probably just like it's too much. No, it's just they're just like "Mm, I'm tired now. This is the which is how I feel when I play Code Veronica after Uh, my twenty minutes. Basically, what happened Mm -hmm. is Code Veronica became a is a flashes of the future here was for a while a Dreamcast exclusive. And then I think nearing the end of production, they were like, oh, no, we need to make this multi-platform. So they they decided to not make it a numbered game and call it like a spinoff. Similar thing happened with Resident Evil 4, where it was going to be a GameCube exclusive. And they went, oh, no, we tied our we tied our wagon to the wrong horse here. We need to make this multi-platform. We gotta, we'll keep the name. But I think that was a huge deciding factor because Resident Evil 3 Nemesis was supposed to be a spinoff. And Resident Evil Co-Veronica was supposed to be the actual three. But because the kind of maybe perhaps because the Dreamcast didn't quite do so well, um, that is the reason why Nemesis became three, why Nemesis became got got a remake and why Co-Veronica has been just kind of left and forgotten. Did you like the footage that they showed for the four remake? I know it was a pretty brief trailer. All it was. Considered. It's hard. To, you know what? I think. But to me, it's like this is going to be in the style of two and three remake, which is largely played straight. Um, it looks like it's it's going to look really great. But I do think that it's going to be more of a horror focus. Here's the thing with Resident Evil 4 remake. I'm saying this for years. They are going to remake a game. They're, they're, Capcom is going to make a game called Resident Evil 4. It's going to be a brand new game from the ground up, and it is going to resemble classic Resident Evil 4. But it is not going to be a remake of Resident Evil 4. It is not. You cannot remake that game. Do you think? Well, okay. I there's, there's just, too much in it. It's too fucking weird. There, there's the a style. lot of stuff that that's pretty straightforward that they can do. Like yes. you know the village section. That's pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. It's just once you get into certain areas of the castle, where especially like. Um, the little the little guy is that's his name's not Salazar. Sal- yeah, Salazar. Is it Salazar? So Sadler's the main guy. Salazar is the small yeah, guy. Yeah, like yes. that. That's going to be interesting. I the things that I one of the things I enjoy the most about Resident Evil is just how cheesy the dialogue is, and but in a really fun it, way. And which I, is such a hard thing to do. But I, yeah, I think they're they're probably not going to be able to do that, and so it it will be interesting to see what the reception of this one is because we're we're hitting a point where maybe people are kind of sick of these remakes and also yeah, maybe we're it's that's going to be a hard one to remake like people yeah. are it, like you know re-releasing resident evil 4 is already too much of a joke that i i think there is potential for this one to kind of land with a resounding thud which would be a shame but you know they've They've had such an amazing track record before. I'm interested to see what they do. I, I, I'll probably still buy it, yeah, I, I guess. I, <laughs> but, you know. So I think there's a world where Resident Evil 4 Remake comes out and the entire Resident Evil community kind of goes, nah, no, nah, this one sucks. I do not envision a world where a new Resident Evil 4 comes out and does not sell well. Just because there are, there are so many people that don't follow... <laughs> gaming that closely that don't follow twitter and vlo- and blogs and stuff like that 
they're going to see a new Resident Evil 4 and go, oh, hell yeah, and to buy it. And I think there are millions and millions of people around the world that you just put Resident Evil 4 on a box, people will buy it because it has that that good of a reputation. So from a money-making standpoint, this is a win-win. There's just, you can't lose with this. And I do think that I, I think that Resident Evil is inside. I, I do think that all of the Resident Evil games, all four of these new Resident Evil games have been really good. I think the series is in, in such an interesting and great position. It's a new era. Like, I'm not saying it's the best era, but it's definitely its own era. And I'm happy to see... It's not the worst era. No. <laughs> I, ironically, Far away from the worst that'd era. That'd probably be like the 4, 5, 6 era would be maybe the worst era. Yeah. Even though 4 is arguably the best one ever. I, you know, that, that that era was definitely... And there's nothing to debate there. <laughs> Absolutely nothing to debate there. Um, but con- yeah, continue. But still, I think this is... It's, it's, it's going to be weird because, you know, the perception versus the reality. Like, when you say Resident Evil 4 remake, like... How many weird traps and stuff? Are we going to be running away from a giant statue of Salazar and a bridge is going to be collapsing? Is is Leon going to go, your right hand comes off and no thanks, bro. Is Mike going to show up and get blown up and then like Leon's going to get really emotional? Do, are we ever going to bother to explain who the fuck uh, Krauser is? <laughs> you know, like these types of things are all what makes res- all of the pieces Resident Evil 4 are what make it good. And it is, I said it before, I'll say that game is a unicorn. That Resident Evil 4 should not be good. It shouldn't be. It is such a mess of a game with so much crap and so much, so many, so many set pieces, so many guns, so many bosses. Somehow it works. Somehow that game, you look at it, you look at the math, you look at the numbers and go, there's no way this game should be good. And it does. Everything just fucking works for that game. And it shouldn't. But it does. It's a classic. But you can't. Evil Within and Resident Evil Five are proof that, like, yo, you can't remake that game. So it's it's probably going to be a good game called Resident Evil Four Remake, but it is not going to be a remake of Resident Evil Four. And I, I, I and I rest my case. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm I'm still interested to see if it can in any way surprise you. That I guess that will be my hope. If that- if it just really just goes on like let's just what if Resident Evil 4 was only creepy and really scary and just I wasn't I, really getting a creepy vibe from the trailer I'm I, gonna be I honest. felt like things were a little more dirty things were a little more dingy I thought that the, the brief moment we saw Sadler he looked way more menacing and spooky and the little bit we heard of Luis he sounded a lot more uh um you know stressed out and a little more tense I just and like you know, the way that Leon's like looking at the picture of uh, Ashley being like, "I gotta rescue her. Just, I gotta redeem myself." You know, just gotta, gotta get Baby Eagle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. There was a moment while I was watching that trailer where I was like, "Are they calling Leon Baby Eagle?" Yeah. He, I mean, he is baby, he but is. <laughs> like, are we in universe agreeing that he is baby? But mm-hmm. he looks. He doesn't look that much. He looks pretty much the same. I remember that was a big controversy with RE2 remake where everyone thought he looked too baby Which he's no, which was the right thing to do now. It's the but right he, thing to do. He doesn't look that much older, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. They, they kept him baby. Well, okay, then if, if, if they want to make it, because we don't know, like, between Resident Evil 2 and 4, he suddenly, like, he goes from being a rookie cop to, like, president's bo- bodyguard, right? <laughs> and he's, like, super 
like he's fucking super cop. He's a goddamn like action hero now. All of a sudden, what happened between those two <laughs> games? Uh, if, That's the DLC we need. If the remake is like showing Leon becoming that role, becoming that superhero of a person, like he kind of starts the game, like trying his best to do this mission, and then by the end he does it, and he he is a super cop by then. That might. I mean, be no, he's a super cop at the start of Resident Evil Four. Exactly. No, I'm saying the, the remake. So if they want to plot that journey, because in the original, the, well, Resident that Wolf, would that would be no, that would be crazy. That would they would need to make a prequel <laughs> for that. <laughs> oh my god! Which hopefully they're too busy with Resident Evil Nine to also be doing that. Um, and then yeah, Street Fighter Six looks good. Me, I just want to watch. I just want the part where Leon is filling, you know, filling out paperwork, getting background checks, like doing all the stuff you need to do to be in the Secret Service. Yeah. <laughs> that that'll be really fun just a leon not even a walking simulate simulator but like a paperwork simulator let's just let's go yeah let's do this oh no i gotta go get to the post office by 6 p.m yeah god oh no i should oh i procrastinated whoops or it's like the the the, the years where it's like <laughs> well leon you have promise but you gotta put in your hours so go go to the exit a highway exit and then flag people for speeding <laughs> get out there Oh, do you know what a notary is, Leon? You gotta go to the bank. <laughs> you gotta get this notarized. Resident Evil 4. <laughs> Stuck in traffic. <laughs> yeah, get your passport photo taken at the Staples. <laughs> uh, Grace, what are your thoughts on Morbius? Um... Oh my goodness! So I don't know if pe- people are probably aware of yeah. all the more the morbitude that we've this world yeah, has entered. The movie mm-hmm. of the summer, the meme of the summer, Mister yeah. Morbius. Um. So, uh, last week, the week before, time. You know, once Morbius entered my life, time ceased to have meaning. But well, Morbius actually, you, you could watch the whole movie. It was early April when Twitch. the damn thing actually came out. Okay. Yeah. Pe- they, the people know. The people yeah, okay. know. If you don't know about Morbius, maybe you didn't know that there were lots of accounts just streaming the movie on Twitch. Yeah, yeah. In extremely high quality. Yes. Suspiciously high quality to the point, like a 4K stream, mm-hmm. basically. It looked amazing on my TV. I'm suspicious that it wasn't an official stream, but a secret official stream. That's, but anyway. That was my my conspiracy theory. It's like, oh, because <laughs> it was also up for way too long. Really long. Like enough for them to have played the movie in full like three, maybe four times. And then a new one popped up when that got shut down. Yeah. I, I don't know. I Yeah. It's it's a little suspicious. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I, I sat down, watched 45 minutes. Yeah, we watched about half We watched. Minutes. I was in the Der- kitchen. Derek refused to sit down with me. Because I had to do dishes. I was like, I would rather do chores right now. Because I... To watch like, Morbius. I'm going to clean the kitchen, but I kept poking my head out. I saw I saw them when he actually started morbid. Mm-hmm. When he became a vampire and morbed out. Yep. Um, so that's fun. Good for good for Morb. This the, uh, all right. So the memes the <laughs> I, memes are funny. The and, movie is legitimately not good. But like it, it it reached this level of legendary when they put the fucker back in theaters they've put into a thousand theaters this weekend they brought it back because they how do you misread the room that bad after all of the memes even after like yeah you and i like okay fine grace alone by herself and nobody else 
watching Twitch streams of which whenever I did see the Twitch streams, there were several thousand people watching it. Um, so the, the movies out there, they thought that, oh, you know, no bad press, all good, all, all bad press is good press. Uh, they put it back in theaters and it like didn't even make a million dollars. They, I mean, it clearly to me, the, the path should have been just put it on DVD, put it Black Friday sale, just let people get it for the gags. Oh, I got Launchpad Morbius for Christmas. Aren't I, aren't I a memester? (laughs) You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like that's really what it should have been. It's hilarious that they put it into a thousand theaters. It really should have been a limited release. Here's my hope. Situation. What you have hopes for Morbius. Tell me about your hopes. No, I hope, I hope that Sony spent all that money and the theater owners, they got themselves a nice buck because all the, the a thousand theaters had to, you know, uh, dedicate a whole screen when they could have been showing, you know, Top Gun or Doctor Strange. They said, no, 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 we, we, we want you to a whole, we want one whole screen dedicated to Morbius in its 10th week. I hope that all of those theaters made a nice buck. That's what I hope. And then Sony just like, just, could have just stayed home and then, you know, flushed all their money down the toilet. Um, that is just one of the most incredible things I've, I've seen in the entertainment industry. That is that is going to be a huge story for this year. Um, it's just crazy when why would the, you the trend that? of theaters has been more and more. Let's just put them on streaming. Let's, you know, and I think it was whatever. on streaming. I think they did put it on streaming. They put it on Twitch. Well, no, unofficially. <laughs> I do think it was on like Disney Plus. Um, I, I'm pretty sure that they, they think oh, it's because it's I because it, it kind of it was still in theaters, but they were like, oh, Morbius now available on streaming. Uh, I you know or maybe if, it was available, maybe not like free streaming, but maybe it was like a pay per view or yeah, something. you can now rent it, kind of a thing. I don't know. Um, I, yeah, yeah video not, on demand. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not a Morbspert. Which is a Morbius expert. And I have to say that, like, so when the Twitch thing was happening and Morbius sweep and all these Morbius things were trending, I made a dumb tweet kind of jumping on the Morbin time thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And when all when when this when the headline was like, wow, all these Internet memes are just too much. Sony's like, we got to bring this bring this shit back to theaters. I was like, oh, man, I guess I did play a small part in this. So maybe (laughs) I should apologize a little bit. You know, it's hard for me to feel bad for anybody involved, especially when Jared Leto is in the movie. Yeah. Just do not, you know, he's not great. No. But um yeah, it's this is it's very funny. It's um, you know, good well well done, internet. Well job. Well good job, everybody. Yeah. But nobody watched the movie. There there was a moment where I was worried, like, what if people do go back? What if Morbius does like kind of do sort of all right um, in theaters this weekend? Like there was a chance that it might. I'm so glad it didn't, though. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Grace. Yeah. I know there's at least like one or two people that'll be ecstatic to hear that you have been playing the hell out of Tunic. Mm-hmm. Man, tell us about Tunic. I did it. I jumped in. Tell us about Tunic. Man, so Tunic is a, I guess, like a Zelda-like, kind of like an original Zelda. Yeah. 
sort of game. Well, I mean, like Link wears a green tunic. Like that. I think that 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 is a oh, hundred percent reference. That's hundred percent invoking. Uh, yeah, Zelda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. So it's like that. You're a cute fox. You're in a mysterious world that's pretty aggressive to you, and it's so cute, so great. Gorgeous um, game. Gorgeous. Really game. beautiful game. Um, the it's it's kind of hard to jump into it. Uh, because it is like kind of like top-down adventure game, um, isometric style. Yeah, and yeah. you're we're doing, you know, you got your little combat. You're finding your swords and your boomerang and blah blah blah. I guess not a boomerang, but your uh, hook shot. Hook, hook, hook shot. Yeah, you, you get all the hook your shot stuff kind of early-ish. I feel like. Well, no, early, I, I found typically. it earlier than I think you're kind of supposed to. Oh, also, oh, it's it's not so it's not very linear. Then it is a little more open. Yeah, it is pretty open. Good. Um, and there's there's tons, you know, tons of little things you can do. It's cute. Um, I played actually a lot of it. I think I played maybe put in about twenty hours. I mm. it's hard to say. Something like that. You got it. You kind of hit that moment where like, God, there was one day, one Saturday where you played it all day. It was like a four or five. Like I would come out and you're still on the couch, and I came back. Like I think I went to run errands and came back home. You hadn't moved from the couch, and then I was like, all right, well, I'll be in the office doing something. Like, you're still on the couch. And I was like, huh. It's like, yeah, you and the dogs just like all snuggled up on the couch. Oh, you didn't man. move for like four, just five, six hours. Massive snuggles. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. It, I really enjoyed the combat. I truly didn't think it was too difficult. And then all of a sudden, there's just randomly there. It, there's like this switch up that happens and that I will not be spoiling anything. Mm-hmm. Well, my, I will be mildly spoiling. Spoil- very mildly spoiling. Yeah. It, it, there was just a moment where. I I experienced the biggest abilities that I've ever had mm-hmm. in a game ever. Mm. And it was very confusing to me because the rest of the game was so well designed and well thought out that having your all of your powers that I've spent like 20 hours and on that day, like six hours yeah, yeah. gaining. And then all of a sudden it's gone. And it's not like... Oh, gone. I just need to do this quick, you know, 15 minute section, you know, like a like all of Resident Evil 7 or, you know, um, in uh, Silent Hill 2 or whatever. There's so many little it happens in games where you'll have like a quick little level where it's designed for you to not have your weapons. No, no, that was Resident Evil 8. Resident Evil 8? That was the the house bit of Yanto scene where you lose all your weapons for a minute. Oh, in Resident Evil 7, there's also a isn't there the level where you're fighting the brother? Don't you also lose some of your abilities during that? I'm. Oh, you know that what? is true. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you're right. Shoot. Yeah. It's yeah. So oh. it's you know a horror game trope. Definitely not a Zelda like action game trope. Yeah. But um, you know, I was like, okay, that's fine. And then it wasn't just a quick little level. It I spent like two hours <laughs> struggling to fight these enemies that would have been. It's like basically so easy if I had all of the. You know, the equipment and the it's strength. It's like basically and, a whole new dungeon, more or less, right? You it's know, basically it like they way. kick you down to your starting abilities. Yeah. Your starting strength, like all your levels are gone. And and then like at the end of it, there's this this massive boss gauntlet that it wasn't. I'm I'm someone who's not like a fan of a boss gauntlet. Yeah. But this was a bad boss gauntlet, like crazy. The amount of enemy, like yeah. the. It, it felt like I was playing a different game all of a sudden. It was like where I was like, I'm I'm not playing like one of those get good 
like a get good game or like basically. a weird like kind of a rogue or a game that is like this you know it's like devil daggers it is just a survival game that's the whole game it's just like we're gonna smash tv style throw a billion enemies at you and the point of the game was just to see how how long it can last yeah and it's and for some reason i got really frustrated and i i I, i'm kind of struggling to talk about it because it's i enjoyed the first part of the game so so much Mm -hmm. where i was like okay game of the year i'm buying into this like there there's a level of exploration that i don't know if if you've heard of tunic you've probably heard about but um there's this gimmick of this little instruction book or oh, instruction manual that you find kind a, of like an original nes game would have had if you've heard anything about this game you probably heard about the instruction book and it's all true it's so fucking cool it's so amazing and fun and cute and you know it's it's really well written um so much of tunic is a it's you know in a different language that you know the guy made up and mm-hmm. It, I'm guessing that they're maybe that I've kind of hit the point that like you know separates the boys from the men <laughs> to a certain extent with this game where it's like from this point on it's going to be maybe more difficult combat wise but also it's going to have very obtuse puzzles like if you're the kind of person who likes decipher like doing cryptography and deciphering a language yeah, yeah. this is for you I might have just hit the point of the game where it's like no longer for me and that's i guess fine it just is really weird to have tonally like that kind of a shift all of a sudden i will say i was so i was playing you know playing this game the boss before the boss that i'm i'm stuck at now it i once i beat it i got a notification that was like you know um eight percent of people have also gotten this notification for beating this boss and i was like oh okay cool like i must be at the end of the game you know then apparently i'm actually in the about the middle of the game according to the reddit (laughs) yeah and i i watched a video of someone else beating this gauntlet boss and it once they beat it they got a notification that said like literally less than one percent of people six people point six people have also beaten this boss so it the I'm not the only person struggling at this boss gauntlet. It, it looks like basically like once I am at the point that most people drop off at, which is yeah. like sad because it feel it seems like from what I've read on the Reddit and from different forums and whatnot, there is a lot more happening in this game after this point. It's just kind of unfortunate that they made this choice. Yeah, we talked we we talked about it on on uh twitter and a couple people even said like oh yeah the game really starts after that it's gonna get really good after this point yeah like, really there's that much more but i mean it's it's yeah i think someone said i'm i'm at about the halfway point and that kind of it's it always sucks when you get to a part of a game where like you're loving it when you hit when you hit a wall in a game which is a moment that just like just sucks and you just can't it you kind of bounce off of it Mm-hmm. Um, that's a pretty common thing. It's just, it's sad to see. Well, no, it is a common thing. It's just that I, for me, I'm just like the rest of this game is so incredibly intentional to the point where, like, even the way the levels are designed, where if you just happen to walk a little bit off screen, all of a sudden you found oh a secret path that leads oh, me yeah. to this area that oh my gosh I've already been here I could have gone to this little area over here the whole time like it's just the game is full of so many it's so tight in so many ways that i'm just like this was a on-purpose choice that i guess they made and i and i'm so i'm just kind of like 
it must serve some greater purpose, but I'm just not seeing it mm-hmm. at the moment. Well, because you probably also don't I tend to get that. obsessive, and so maybe I'm just like my brain is like upset that <laughs> I can't I can't get my serotonin hit or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so Sputnik in the chat, are you talking about the part right after you get the three keys? Um, I guess before. Yeah. No, it's after. I mean, I don't want to talk about. I'm not talking about spoilers. Okay. Yeah. But um. It's it's just weird. Maybe there's something I missed. Um, but I know that there there starts to be like a day night cycle thing you can go through, mm-hmm. and I I think I might be stuck in the night section. And I kind of reading around, it looks like maybe I could have jumped into a day section without realizing it. But whatever, I would it's say still that- pretty cool. I still absolutely recommend you play it, and maybe you st- you even play it. Hours of go- I mean, oh. I got it was absolutely worth it mm-hmm. for because you know I was playing it on Game Pass absolutely worth it really kind of a triumph are you gonna go back to it maybe and give another shot i think so i i think also a problem i had is maybe i was a little bit too precious with my items and Mm -hmm. (laughs) my one use items though and and there is the option to you know turn on um no die toddler mode no die mode (laughs) you know it's a god mode so um i'll which of course you know you can be able to do i think it part of it is is just that i was maybe playing it so intensely that it was like it's time it was time for a break and then i i can go back to it but i would say we'll we'll, we'll see how i i feel about it similar game I, i went back and i beat death's door um and actually went through and got the true ending almost basically almost platinum the game uh, and I didn't really have a bounce off moment with that game. I just kind of, uh, I think Elden Ring happened and I just stopped playing it, but watching you play Tunic, I feel like both of these games are very like Zelda, but kind of games. They're, they're mm-hmm. very, they're very much inspired by Zelda. I think that the combat looks like there's a lot more nuance and is handled a little better in Death Store, whereas uh tunic just has like kind of a good standard like meat potatoes dash slashing which is fine but i feel that you should you should give death store a shot you think yeah i remember when you were playing it um you kind of had a complaint that it felt like most of the boss modes are sort of like a boss rush whereas like they just throw a bunch of guys at you. um well there are actually like optional boss rush areas we have to, there's a lot there's a lot of unlockables and a lot of things you can get. Um, yeah, there are a couple play. Well, I believe a lot of that stuff is optional, and I was just kind of kind of going through a completionist style. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot. I of mean, I, skip. I love cute ravens. Do cute birds all over cute the place? Birds. Yo, you like cute birds? I like cute foxes. I like cute birds. I like gooses. And the game is called it's Death fun. Death's Door. You do, in fact, at one point find Death, the Grim Reaper, and. Uh, the, the 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 design of death is so cool, mm-hmm. cool looking skeleton guy. He's got a fanny pack. I'm a fan of that. Um, that's true life. I would say that the story of that they kind of like dump a lot of it towards the end, and I was and I kind of was sort of like, what's happening? I don't really care. And then they kind of dump it all on you. Is like, what? Oh, that's kind of interesting. But you you didn't really. I guess I wasn't motivated to keep up too much with the story, but it felt like so much of it was just like last minute. Like, all right, sit down, kids. Here's what's happening. Kind of beginning, middle, and end kind of like here's what's happening. Um, but the uh, the ending was was still pretty neat. And I did go... Good to, it went some places 
went, it went to some cool places. I just felt like the build up to it wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. But man, the look of it, the music, fantastic music. Um, and I thought the combat was really interesting, and I uh, really enjoyed um, getting. I, I I, I, did, I said that I probably wasn't going to do all the unlockables because it's sort of a, of a, a new game, pl- a post. Once you beat, like you, you beat the final boss and then you can totally like go back to the world and get some more stuff and fight the real final boss. Um, that actually didn't take as long as I thought I was going to. Mm-hmm. I did actually have most of the stuff already unlocked. Uh, so that was still fun. But I would be interested to see if you could, if you you know, play that one too, and see if, uh, if it also tickles your fancy, or just go back and finish Tunic. I don't know, or finish Elden Ring. I don't know. You know what? No. Honestly, at this point, I'm 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 kind of like I just want to play Dead by Daylight <laughs> again. Dude, you know, you I'm know, back in. I don't know what it is. Dude, every you know year what, around June. You know what's weird is like, yeah, you got back in Dead by Daylight for a minute. I got back into Let It Die for the PS4. From Grasshopper. From 2016? 2016? Yeah. Um, I think they're making like a new Let It Die. You know what it was? Is Somebody in the Discord was talking about this new Let It Die that, that, that's coming out. And then, um, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, Suda51 joint, more specifically. Uh, there's like a new Let It Die that they're coming out with. And then somebody in the Discord's like, oh, this is kind of cool. And I was like, I should go back and play Let It Die. And I just got, I fell deep back into it. That game has a style and so many weird moving parts that I don't, I don't know if there still is anything quite like it. Uh, that game is phenomenal and weird. And you really can just sink so much time and effort into it. Um, God. And, I, and, it, and it just, I don't even know how to go about describing it. It's a Souls roguelike. It's a Souls roguelike, but, but, with a suit of fifty one, do you style. do you like fucking like mid two thousands metalcore? Did you <laughs> did, did, did you listen to Norma Jean? Um, like all of the, it. Just if this game had been out, if I was in my college radio kind of like if I was in my early twenties when this game came out, I would think it'd be the coolest fucking shit ever. Let It Die is all of the stuff at Hot Topic that's actually kind of cool. It's the best parts of that aesthetic, of that kind of goth, metal, skeletons, grimy, apocalyptic uh, uh, aesthetic. And it just is the multiplayer aspect of it is fascinating. Uh, The actual roguelikeness where you go out and do actually go out and level up your character in the tower of, you know, of uh, of barbs. And then also the defense stuff you can do for your uh, your station. There's so many cool things, so many cool characters. It's also free to play. It is free to play. You, which is you can put money in it to buy death metal, which is kind of like that game's rubies. Sure. Um, but I have put now over a hundred hours into it. Um, I put just under a hundred hours into it way back in 2017, and I now put several dozen more into it. And I put a dime. I haven't spent a dime. But when I did log into it, they were like, hey, here's a bunch of free shit. <laughs> and I think they are doing some stuff right now uh, for, I think, almost the next, the rest of this month or maybe just for these last few weeks. So I've been getting login bonuses and you know, I have tons of money that I've been able to just, you know, pour into all my characters and stuff like that. Let It Die is great, man. I don't know. Maybe I'll get one of these days I'll get back to Elden Ring. But right now, playing not Elden Ring is great. <laughs> playing other shit's great. Yeah, there's 
I mean, I know this year is going to be kind of weird for new releases in general. It feels like a lot of things are delayed. Yeah, I mean, it's like I think all the stuff that was supposed to be made during the like when the, all the stuff that got kind of delayed during the pandemic came back and now is finished. But nothing, not a whole lot of new stuff was made. So we're sort of in a, uh, yeah. uh, in, a, in, a in a weird kind of void. Mm-hmm. But you know what? We have enough games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I can cool it for a bit. Yeah. Well, and on that tip, we got some uh, videos we got to be looking at to get you guys new videos. So I think we really only have time for one question today. <laughs> you know what? And if I can be honest, I asked for questions. But I did mention this was going to be episode 69. Uh So we got a lot of comments that are just, we didn't get a lot of questions. We got a lot of comments. People going, nice. (laughs) It is nice. Thank you. So actually, you know, not that we, (laughs) this is like, is it nice? Is that that the the question of the day? Is it nice? It is nice. Yes. It is nice. It absolutely is. We didn't get quite as many questions this week. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you know what this for because y'all were had had your head in the right place. I appreciate that. Um okay, so we're we're just going to go with an easy kind of an easy question. Um since we do got to go and watch the cut and try yeah. to get that ready for you guys. Yeah. But this is from Sadness. And um like what from are, Ness from Earthbound Ness? No, N E H S. Oh, okay. Um on what are holidays like being self-employed? Do you guys take them off with others or is it just another work day? It's usually just another work day. Usually just another work day. It depends on the holiday. Like, you know, uh, Memorial Day in the United States just happened, which is May 1st or 31st. I don't remember. Yeah. It was, yeah, I think it was last Monday, wasn't it? It's like it? a Monday. Yeah. <laughs> so those are those kinds of days we don't take off because it you know, doesn't really make sense to, but um, we do have give ourselves flexibility where sometimes um, we're in between a video or just both after. of us are just tired. And yeah. so we're like, you know, sometimes we'll, we'll take Monday off or Mondays are actually usually pretty kind of light because Derek and I are usually still <laughs> tired from the weekend. Yeah. Um, most of the time, Derek and I just sort of do like little miscellaneous, miscellaneous stuff. Like I'll do emails, things that aren't super taxing. Like mm-hmm. Derek will. I'll back up videos and just, you know, make sure everything is organized on the hard drives and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. On Mondays, just because both of us are, neither one of us is usually yeah. very like. Like my brain's no good for, for writing and reading <laughs> and editing. So I'll just do something that is, yeah. Yeah. Needs to be done. Today was, was, today was a bit of an exception because mm-hmm. the, you know, the podcast does. Um, kind of take up not it doesn't like take up a lot of the day but it, it is just sort of like something we're trying to make sure we don't get too tired from yeah Derek, we, have, we have to plan for it like okay we need to make sure we break at this time so we can make sure we have like food and a little bit of rest before the podcast Derek and I do spend all day actually our entire lives talking to each other so we you would think we'd be really good at it by now but I guess the thing we're good at is we've learned that we both are just exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> by the end. Of so we don't, so when you were self-employed, you get to make up your own holidays. You yeah. Know, today is is Derek needs to sleep until noon day and then probably not shower. Uh <laughs> like, Yeah. So most of the time we don't take off holidays that everyone else takes off with the exception of we do take off, you know, like Thanksgiving or Christmas like kind of more family oriented holidays. Yeah, there's family holidays. in town, that kind of thing, yeah. 
Um, but and we will very occasionally just decide like, okay, let's not work Monday because we're I don't know. Oh, for our anniversary, we um didn't work that day because we went down to downtown Seattle and did like a little um, yeah. the underground tour and then ate at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we we'll do stuff like that occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, we equally disrespect all like cultural and religious holidays because <laughs> <laughs> we just disrespect everything all exactly, the time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. To be quite fair. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, that I think that's it. So we're going to actually have a weird schedule. Like we said, we have a um, video that's going to come up for you guys this week. Mm-hmm. And then the week after that, Derek and I are actually going to be visiting family in Alaska for a week. Mm-hmm. But honestly, you probably won't even notice we're gone because we will be back on, on the 20- Monday. The 20th? June 20th. Yeah. Um- for this podcast, we'll be recording at 4 p.m. PT in mm-hmm. the Discord, like always, and then we will upload it after that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we, we have a new schedule to make uh, podcast uploads a little bit yeah. more reasonable, but uh, we'll... I was, I was getting a little inconsistent. Well, yeah, so we're, I'm, I'm jumping in, I'm helping, so we'll, yeah. we'll get it we'll get it up in a reasonable amount of time, but you know what, you guys, stay classy. Yeah, stay frosty, stay powerful. We'll see you in two weeks. It's only episode 69 once. Wow. Well, thank you, everybody, for 69 wonderful episodes. Here's to 420, I guess. Yeah. 420 more. Let's just get to 100. Call, we'll call it good at 100. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't count that high. <laughs> well, good night. Goodbye, everybody. And yeah, take care. Take care.